Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Tracy Hill. And I'm Jessica Midkiff, doctors of physical therapy and certified master neuro coaches. We have the unique system that puts an end to the start-stop cycle of your health by blending body and brain science to create sustainable, simple success in your body. Our goal is to help you put an end to the frustration and overwhelm in your health with a brain-based system that will transform your body and overall health one thought at a time. Here we go. Welcome back to the Limitless Health Podcast. And today we are talking about all things sugar because we all know, we all know what happened on uh, Monday. I think Monday. Yeah. Monday, Halloween. Yep. And does anybody have a lot of sugar in their house? And these are now, it's now, you know, two days after and you're thinking, oh, sugar coma. I should stop. I should stop eating the dang candy, but it's like calling my name. Like it does. It calls your name. Sugar's addictive. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this addictiveness and how to handle the cravings, the desires without, without us telling, here's the best part. We're not going to tell you to throw away all your sugar and to avoid it because let's be honest. It is now at the peak of sugar season. It has, it has arrived. And so and so now it is our opportunity to move through this season, still feeling good in our bodies, but also like enjoying some of the fun aspects of the season, which it involves sugar a lot, of, a lot of times it does. And so we're yeah. going to help you navigate through it, enjoy it, but also not feel guilty, not feel like you're failing anything like that. We want to honor it. And we want to, we want you to feel successful through this season. Yeah. Um, enjoying it with empowerment. And that's what we want to be able to talk about it today here so that you can learn something, get some strategies, get a different mindset about sugar. And then like you said, Trace, like this is the beginning This, you know, this fourth quarter of the year, dang it, every time Halloween comes. And of course, as you're preparing for Halloween, you've had the candy in your house, at least a few days in advance and you've already probably started partaking like oh just one little one and then oh well there's little and then and then just another one and just another one and so this whole truth about sugar being addictive like it's a let's legit and admit it mm-hmm. if you've been in this situation you know that it is you have felt the power the call the lure the bag <laughs> is calling your name and you're like you want to chain your hands to something like, no, no more, but it tastes so good. And so we don't want you to have to be in a chronic mind battle uh, about the fun things that we get to experience this fourth quarter of the year with Halloween. And then there's Thanksgiving and just gatherings, right? It's, it's just a time of more celebration this fourth quarter. And man, we don't want to go through it feeling guilty and shame and then going hog wild binge. What the crap is it worth anyway? And then you feel like a pile of dog poop and then it's a big crazy cycle. And that's not the way to finish out the year. It's not the way no. to live anyway and, at any time of the year. And you don't want to finish out the year thinking, ah, oh, I totally failed. And yeah. okay. January one, like let's repeat the cycle. Like the cycle repeats every year. And so that's like, that is our heart and our mission is to get you out of this like hamster wheel, start, stop, stuck, and really like navigate through every season. 
because yeah. there's always, you know, we talk about this all the time. We're going to keep talking about it. Like there's always something that comes up. And when your health system is relying on willpower and restriction, that has a very short shelf life. Yep. We are all good at willpowering through it until life gets yeah. hard, stressed, overwhelmed, tired, anxious, and then the willpower falls apart. And it's not because you're a failure. It's because those systems don't work. And so we want to help you create a system that actually works, but actually aligns with like, I want to still have fun and I don't want to feel like I have to give up the delightful little things because let's be honest, Reese's peanut butter pumpkins taste better than normal Reese's peanut butter cups. They do. Okay. <laughs> so, so just call it what it is. And, but we want to help you navigate through this so that you still feel successful and that really that you get through the season, any season aligning with like yeah. how you really want to feel and and live your life because we are not a quick fix health. We are a long-term sustainable health. And so when we operate yeah. in this way, this is a sustainable method that you can have your sugar and have your indulgences and that's fine, but also shift and redirect and know where you're going and what that means to you. Exactly. Um, okay. So we talked about sugar being addictive and already like the word addictive does not sound healthy. Right. <laughs> right. And so let's, Let's talk the reality of sugar. Of course, first let's, let's define sugar. And of course we know the white sugar, the brown sugar, right? So it is, it's a form of carbohydrate. Okay. But there are also it, sugar and carbohydrates are what breaks down in our bodies to be blood sugar, which is the fuel source for our bodies, uh, the cells working. So carbohydrates, man, that is a way broad spectrum, right? You've got green leafy carbohydrates that barely affect your blood sugar because when they break down, they don't release as much uh, blood sugar into the bloodstream. And therefore then your pancreas doesn't have to release as much insulin. And then you've got the other side of the carbohydrate spectrum, the sugary stuff, the cakes, the sweets, the breads, right? We know, and the donuts, like cookies, cake, all of that. That's like, oh, that's sugar. And then there's also, um, you know, healthy whole grains, and then there's pastas and, you know, and, and, and carrots and potatoes. And those are also carbohydrates that also moderately affect your blood sugar. And so we're not here to poo poo carbohydrates. Right. Um, and we're definitely not here to poo-poo like straight up sugary, all the, the lovely bliss. Um, but just know that eating sugary carbohydrates are definitely going to, it's going to spike your blood sugar. And then that's going to create an insulin dump to help remedy it. Like, all right, we're sending out the insulin warriors. We're going to link arms with the blood sugar molecules, and we're going to get rid of these suckers. The thing is, is that when your blood sugar spikes high, as soon as it starts to come down a little bit, not even to baseline guys, it triggers a biochemical, um, response that your, your, your brain goes, Oh, need more sugar, need more sugar. Sugar is dropping. My blood sugar mm -hmm. is dropping. And so really guys, your body's already still at elevated blood sugar levels, but because it starts to detect that downward drop towards baseline, 
it already kicks up your biochemistry to go, oh, I'm sensing a drop in blood sugar and I need more carbs. That is your cravings. That is your addictive cycle. Like, oh, I had a bagel and like freaking two hours later, I'm ravenous and I'm starving. And there, so there is a legit addictiveness to eating sugar um, and more of the sweet sugars and some of the really super starchy sugars, bready sugars, that that's why it's addictive. So empowering yourself with knowledge about, hey, if I eat more green leafy, dark colored veg with more fiber, that's not gonna put me on a craving hamster wheel. But if I'm gonna choose the Halloween candy, followed by the Christmas cookies and all the other good stuff that comes with the holidays, you're gonna have a blood sugar response. So how mm -hmm. do we empower you then to move through that? Because you're gonna decide to have it. And we want you to decide to have it because you wanna have it, not because, oh, I shouldn't, but then I'm gonna, then I am, and now I feel guilty and then blah, 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 blah. We don't want you to be on that hamster wheel. Yeah, totally. I think the whole blood sugar thing is it's life changing because yeah. for me, when I started adding more protein to my diet and, you know, balancing out that fat fiber thing that, you know, everything that you're talking about mm -hmm. to balance those blood sugars, it made me realize I didn't actually crave the sugar. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's this opportunity when, when the sugar's calling you to really pause and assess like, okay, hang on, what is it that I really want? And sometimes that might be an opportunity to say, okay, what if I just ate a little, a little something to balance my blood sugar out with this balance of the, the carb, the fat, the protein, the fiber, what happens if I do that? Do I still want it? And a lot yeah. of times the answer is no, that you're like, oh, I didn't actually want that to begin with. And I think that's super empowering because that's not making you feel like you're missing out. It's your yeah. body telling you like, no, I was signaling you that I, I felt like I needed something. And yeah. because the bag of candy is there, that's what you're going to gravitate to because it's quick and simple and easy. And it is going to give you the fix that you need, but it's going to be very short lived, which you guys know it's the ups and downs and man, yep. I'm going to eat something sugary. Then I feel hungry. Like two hours later, yep. it's because of that. And so it is a life changing, like game changing thing where now you don't have to restrict what, how you eat, you get to balance your blood sugars and then you get to make different choices because of how you want them. And that's exactly what you're saying is like, I don't feel like I have to should, yeah. I shouldn't, I feel guilty. Yep. It's, it's so much, it, oh, it feels so much better. Yeah, we definitely want to help take the whole, um, the drama out of health. And mm -hmm. we have, we create so much mental, emotional drama in and around health for so many different reasons. And so the sugar piece, we know the, the head drama that comes with eating sugar is guilt, shame. Um, and then you go binge all out and then you feel awful. And honestly, it could, you know, trigger thoughts of depression. And then you like, it could just be this downward spiral. And, and we want to help you eliminate that. And, but we also want you to help under, you know, help you understand, Hey, this is sugar. These are the kinds of sugar that really can set you up for more addictive sort of eating, um, cycles. And so, Hey, Candy's not going to be taken off the market. Sweets are not going to be taken off the market. Packaged mm. foods, processed foods, quick and simple foods, fast foods, 
They're not going to be taken off the market. And we're not going to tell you, shame on you. Those aren't healthy. Dude, this is life. We're exposed. Yeah. My kids eat this stuff. Now, not regularly, but you know, like, <laughs> am I really, am I really a healthy mom and a health coach if my kids eat, you know, this, that, and the other? And so it's it's just being informed and then choosing when. And so mm-hmm. we want to help give you some strategies about you're going to choose when and, and why. <laughs> if you're going to choose the Halloween candy, um, you know, why? So, you know, one strategy that I'm thinking of since it's just a couple days after Halloween, and I know that families have this strategy. I've heard different strategies, but what we've done, okay, you've got the honking bags of Halloween candy. They've already chowed down. Like one thing that we use is on Halloween. And I can't remember, Trace, if you said this, but, you know, just eat as much of it you as you want because you know they're going to feel sick and they're not going to want anymore. <laughs> do you ever do that? With you know what? I did that last year. Um, I had to bribe one child um, because he, uh, he, he stabbed pencil lead in his hand and I had to surgically remove it. And that oh, was the bribe yeah. was we could either go to urgent care and get this removed or you, you can let mom do it and you can have all the candy. And you know what? He surprised me because he's my child that is more of my sugar fiend and he really didn't eat that much. And so, yeah. but I've also heard that it backfires on people. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I haven't ever said like, eat all you want, but on Halloween, I guess evening, I don't necessarily monitor, but we know going into Halloween, like, all right, you, we know that there's going to be, you're going to get to choose your, I don't know, top 10 or 15 pieces. And then the rest is going to be collected for donation. And so that would be one strategy um, that we've used. Now it does require me to actually follow through on that game plan, which I, last year I did not follow through very well at all, but it is a strategy for you folks, especially if we're talking about candy and the Halloween candy. Um, and I, we'd be interested to know like what other strategies families have. Cause I, it always seems I, like people have got some good stuff. Yeah. Um, I tend to throw out a lot of the sticky, chewy, brightly colored candies and my kids know that I'm more against those than the chocolate yeah because I know that those bring straight sugar plus the chemicals of the dyes and stuff like that and so those are one of my kids doesn't care about that rule the other one does um yeah but I've I've kind of regulated more to stick towards the not sticky chewy brightly colored ones yeah I like that strategy and there's reason behind it, right? Again, like maybe not everybody is going to go, oh yeah, that makes, but you know, again, it's us making decisions for us, what makes sense for us. Um, And so the other part of that strategy um, of like, you know, not allowing and then, you know, giving a window where, all right, you get to have it, it's going to be in the house for one week and then it's gone. (laughs) The nice thing is that in our schools, they have those donations, you know, like, oh, we're donating for veterans mm-hmm. or whatever else. And so, um, but just giving that time frame, So it, it equips you and your kids, um, with that time frame, that expectation and like, okay, this is special and it's special for a period of time. And this is not yes. the norm. And we talk about like, Hey guys, this is fun, but this doesn't serve our bodies best. It doesn't right. serve our brains best for behavior and learning our energy levels. And so, um, you know, that strategy, just again, informing yourself, of the reasons behind it and then make your decision and be good with it. No guilt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who cares what somebody else is doing? Yeah. I do have a hard rule that candy does not transfer to the next holiday. 
that is my oh, hard rule. So, right. so any Halloween candy that's still lingering around, it's in the trash come Thanksgiving. And that is a hard rule. And then Thanksgiving, okay. Christmas, Christmas, yep. Valentine's Day, like all that. Um, yeah. Okay, so while we're talking about like, how are we deciding some of these strategies? Also thinking about like deciding in advance, how am I going to enjoy the sugar? Like, mm -hmm. are you eating the sugar in secret guilty pleasure? And then you feel bad about yourself. And this is, this is actually like proven when we eat food, feeling guilty or shame, our digestive, di digestive system actually slows down versus yeah. when you're eating the, the treat in a fun experience, it's light, it's with your family, it's with your kids and it's enjoyable, your body actually processes it better. And so decide like, am I going to make my sugar eating only when it's around like a fun thing? I know I don't enjoy the treat when my kids aren't around. Like, I just, yep. I don't like, I'll eat it. And I'm like, dang it, why did I do that? I didn't really even want it. And it doesn't even feel good. But when I'm eating it as a fun thing with them, then I enjoy it more. And so like decide in advance, like how do I want to enjoy this treat? And that's, yeah. you know, it, it is, it's, it's, it's a little treat versus a guilty, shameful thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, you'd said this earlier too, about, you know, what is your body signaling you for? Um, and so we know that we're not just, we talked about, you know, even the, the little slightest decline in blood sugar spike will actually signal your brain to want to eat more carbs, right? But is that really what your body needs? And so taking the time, the pause, we always talk about the power of the pause, um, but, but getting in touch with, okay, what, what am I being signaled for? I really want this piece of candy. Is it because I know it's going to taste good? Or is it because I'm starving and I don't have time to get something else that's a little better balanced with protein, fat, fiber, and, you know, green, like veggie carbs? Um, or is it that I just got off the phone or read a text message and I feel sad, angry, frustrated, anxious? Um, these are the moments of empowerment for you, the power of the pause. What are you being signaled? What is your physical body being signaled? What is your mental, emotional, um, body being signaled, even your spiritual self, like it's just, you know, that alignment issue inside of you. And so that's another strategy in, in and around this whole deciding is taking the power of the pause <laughs> and listening to what your body's actually telling you it wants. It may be full blown, like freaking Reese's little cuppy poo. That is what I want. I'm choosing three and I get them for this day or, you know, like, from, you know, that I get three today, whatever it is, or maybe you want to save up your three today and then have six tomorrow. I mean, there's all different ways of navigating and empowering you to make a decision around these fun treats. Um, but I, I, it's just so invaluable to cue in to what is your body saying in the first place of why you might want it and choose it. Totally. And then I think finally, just don't beat yourself up over it when you know, you, you blow it when you eat more than you set out to, when you get yeah. a little carried away, don't beat yourself up over it because that moment in time is not going to ruin the entire trajectory of your health. Mm -hmm. Okay. It didn't destroy your life. It was one thing. And so now it's another opportunity for you to evaluate and assess and shift of, okay, I ate more than I set out to. How do I feel? 
you know, be evaluative. Okay, I did this. How do I feel after I did this? And then, okay, was it worth it? Do I feel better at do I feel better in my body about it? Do I feel better about myself after I ate it? Do, did I really enjoy it? These types of things. And then you know that, okay, tomorrow's a new day. That's, and it's okay. And I get to adapt and shift and I get to make different decisions tomorrow based off how I feel with this moment. Yeah, absolutely. And I, we always talk about health being a journey, right? It's not a day. It's not a day-to-day performance. How did I do today? Oh, I ate badly today. Oh, I did really well today. So I deserve X, Y, Z. Like, you know, those mm-hmm. kinds of what you talked about being evaluative versus judgmental. Yes. When we, when our health is a performance, oh, we're going to be judgmental of ourselves. Did I do good? Did I do bad? Did I fail? You know, was I successful? And so that already puts you in a completely different headspace as how you want to approach your health. Um, And in our health coaching, the things that we've talked about here today is about empowering you with just understanding what it means in the first place. What does that sugar mean to you? Is it, it's a time of, it's a celebration, it's fun, it's all of those things. Um, Yes, you have a better, you know, you can evaluate like what sugar is going to do to your body, how it potentially could put you on a craving cycle, but you may still choose it anyway. And so Mm -hmm. that's, whether that's exercise, whether that's um, deciding that you're going to fast for a day. Like these are the, they can be all good things, but without the willpower deprivation restriction, the no fun, the hustle, the grind, um, we want to help you navigate your health as a journey. It's just yes. living day to day, reassessing, reevaluating, maybe doing some things different, adapting and shifting when the day does not go as planned. But what you still want to be a healthy person, you want to still move towards having health or maybe even better health. And that is not pass fail all or none. And so yeah, that's kind of what we a big message that we want you to be able to take away from today's podcast. And this is this is how we coach is just, you know, customizing it to you and helping you tune into what is it that you want in your health? And then how do you want to show up? And it's different. We talk differently than, you know, how people are you know, advertising, doing health, getting healthy in other ways. And those aren't bad ways, but we're human vessels with mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects uh, to us that I don't necessarily think get addressed with the program, the plan, the the product. Uh, those are, can be really help tools, but yeah. yeah. So if this is you and you're like, I need some support getting through the next season, the sugar season, then please check the show notes below and reach out to us so that you know all the ways to get connected to us. And hang on, while we're talking sugar, I can't leave this podcast without giving you guys um, this fun little information about what a gram of sugar actually is. Because you see the grams on the package and who the heck knows what a gram is? Okay, so basically one gram is 0.24 teaspoons of sugar. So basic general rule of thumb would be to divide the grams by four. So let's just say you've got some sort of product that has 10 grams of sugar. We divide it by four. You've got two and a half teaspoons of sugar in that like white, white crystal sugar, like what we think of sugar. Yeah. And, um, it's a little eye opening. Okay. Like I measured out some sugar in a, a 
uh, alleged advertised packaged cereal bar that I fed my children and saw how, like, I saw what it looked like on a plate of sugar. And I was like, oh wow, my gosh, you might as well have a candy bar. So, yeah. um, I thought it was a fun, a little fun fact that yeah. like put it visually for me. So if you want to do that general rule, just divide your sugar grams by four. Okay. Oh man, that's powerful. That's objective. Like you can't get more objective than that. (laughs) It it really woke me up and I showed it to my kids and they were like, that's a lot of sugar. And I was like, yeah, but then my kids also proceeded to lick the plates that I had on the sugar. So that fired on me, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) They know how to live. (laughs) They're they're good. They're getting there. Okay. So let's talk about what we are loving. Um, I'm loving my razors because we've talked about like man I hate buying razors because they're so expensive and then you're like oh I want to shave and feel good about myself and feel you know just good at my skin um this Athena shave club so it's 20% off your first order okay but you get the razor Plus it's a brand new razor and you get to pick your color. It's super fun. And it comes with this like magnetic hook that you put in your shower, um, the razor and two blades, like two blade cartridges for freaking $9. I mean, you go and buy a razor and two blades at target. It's going to cost you way more than $9. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm loving my razors and I am actually changing out my razor more often because they're more affordable and they're, they're good razors too. It's a great shave. And so now I'm not getting razor burn and feeling icky using a terrible razor. So it makes me really happy. Oh, that's awesome. So, okay. Um, you get the razor, you know, the holder of the blade guy, and then two blades. And then the, the club is that every so often it mails you blades, replacement blades. Yeah. And they're cheap. Okay. okay. Cool. It's totally worth it. Yeah. It sounds and now that and I your, have, you know, your, your family yeah. of girls with a bunch of yeah. shaving, um, everyone yeah. can have their own color. So yeah. there's no mix and confusion. Oh, it's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Okay, well, back to what I'm loving that is totally on par with this sugar <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but I was talking to Tracy again, like, hey, health is just so much more than the physical body, right? And I said this in the podcast about like, it's, it's a mental, it's emotional, and it's spiritual. And sometimes we make choices that may not be ultimately like the healthiest of nourishment at the time, but we partake in it, uh, you know, anyway, and we have all the reasons. We talked about the strategies here in the podcast today. So what I am loving and guys, every freaking fall when it becomes fall and I shop Trader Joe's, as you've heard me say, Um, they have their fall special things that come in and there are certain things that I cannot wait for. Um, their organic canned pumpkin, which I think I talked about one of the most recent podcasts. I love it, but this stupid maple streusel bread people, oh, it kills me. It kills me in such a good way. Um, it, it is so good guys. It's just this, this dense, lovely, sugary, mapley, streusely bread. Um, that I should, you know, according to how my body responds to gluten and sugar and starches and dairy, 
I shouldn't have one like lick of it. Um, however, I do because I think part of it is I, I do love it so much and I love fall so much. And there's such a, just this lovely association with fall and just the bread. And it makes me happy, even though it doesn't necessarily make my gut and body healthy or happy um, if I eat too much. So I figured out a strategy. I just cut the edges off the bread and then I give the bulk of the bread to our dog. And then I eat the sugary, delightfully edges. And that's how I'm, that's how I'm strategizing. <laughs> um, I want you to measure out in teaspoons, the sugar in oh, your bread oh, yeah. later today. Oh, gosh, dang it. Okay. Oh, Lordy. Because oh, totals. Let's see. Sugars. Serving size is one slice. Oh my, 13 grams of sugar in one piece. Okay. <laughs> there All right, you guys. Go. Your health is a journey and it's sugar season. Um, and it can be, it can be addictive, but you don't have to be, you don't have to succumb to the power of addiction. You can yep. have control and you can enjoy it with empowerment. Yep. And we want to support you through it. All right. See you next All week, right. guys. All right. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Limitless Health. Our hearts are to provide you with realistic, relevant, and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health, even when your schedule's packed and life feels crazy. Our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season. But what really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review, or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.